I'm Tara Aldridge, and you're listening to The Smart Woman Show. I believe that every woman has a powerful, profitable, and impactful business inside of them that God has called them to create. This podcast is for women who have a deep sense that they want more, more out of life, relationships, and business. This show is going to give you the tools to be everything God created you to be by sharing strategies, tactics, and heart-centered lessons so you can stop stopping yourself at the fear of the unknown and finally take your inspired vision and turn it into an impactful business. There's no excuses here. Are you ready to commit? Let's do this. This is going to be a fun one. Welcome, Brooklyn Dissant, to the Smart Woman Show. Woo! <laughs> this is so fun. I'm super excited about this episode because we have none other than the CHO. You're like, wait a minute, Tara, what the heck is a CHO? I didn't know what this was yet until a couple weeks ago when I was like, you've got to be on my show. The women have got to know who Brooklyn Destant is because she is the cheap, cheap. (laughs) (laughs) She is the chief happiness officer, a motivational speaker, comedian. She's rad funny. You guys are going to love this. Sometimes I feel like my episodes can get a little heavy. Brooklyn and like, oh, okay. you are. so, so, and wait, and she is the happiness at work expert. She's dedicated her life to finding the secret of happiness and spreading positivity to everyone she meets literally like even when she does lives, championing a positive mindset as the best way to level up your life and succeed with your dreams. Brooklyn has coached hundreds of students through workshops and speaking engagements, challenging them because we all need a great challenge ladies to find their inner happiness and become their best selves. Brooklyn will surprise you. She's going to surprise you guys. She's super deep. She's got a knowledge of science in the mind and she is a business. This chick is business. Okay, so let's get down to business. My first question on every single show is this. Brooklyn, yes. how is your heart? Oh, my heart is so glowy. It's so glowy and doughy and funky and fun and happy. Um, it's just continuous. In fact, the, the image that comes to me right now is joy. You know, joy from the, the movie, what is it? Uh, inside Out? Yes. Uh, okay, so that's, that's me constantly inside. And, and, you know, and I live in Seattle and Seattle and, and we've been, ha- we've had clouds and rain for days on days and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I wake up and I'm like, this is the day. Let's go. Let's, we have things to get done. So, so my heart is all kinds of joy. This is the day. This is the day that the Lord has made. I love. Okay. Okay. Wake up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I am actually from West Coast, Vancouver, Canada. And so I know that that dreary, rainy weather can actually really lean on you. And so here's here's my belief system. Mm -hmm. And I I feel like we may be on the same track with this. Mm -hmm. Happiness Mm -hmm. is a choice. Speaking of that. Yes, yes. It, it is a, it's a choice and it's a habit. It's a way of thinking. And, and here's the interesting thing is that um, it is not so much about like, I'm going to be happy, happy, joy, joy all, all the time in a fake way. Because there's moments when I'm just not feeling it, sister. Like I'm like 
today, I'm just not feeling like, where is it? How do I feel myself? Right. And yes, you know, this prayer and this connection and this connectivity to and getting grounded, but it becomes a habit of thinking. And so what I mean by, by a habit of thinking is, is that when things are happening in my life or when I wake up and I'm just not sort of feeling that, that, that joy and that spark, it's like, okay, so what's happening? you know, what, what's causing this, what's affecting me right now. What are the thoughts that are, that are leading me to start having thoughts that are not, not so much even negative, but rather um, limiting or, or, you know, limiting in myself. And so I find that, okay, I just have to backtrack that thought, right? Like what, like what, where is my mind going right now? And then I just basically kick, kick it in the pants, which is okay. Well, you know what? unhappiness or fear or doubt or worry, whatever it is, I don't need you right now. Take the back seat. I, you know, I need you later maybe, but right now I don't. And so it almost instantly that form of thinking changes my mood. And the key here is, is that if you understand the way you think and you backtrack those thoughts, it will instantly impact your mood. And when you impact your mood, it impacts your, your decisions. It impacts the choices you're about to make. It impacts the, the moves you're about to make, but it really all starts in the mind. And it starts with just, like I said, creating a habit of thinking that is positive, but also recognizing what's going on. Because, you know, believe it or not, that those, those feelings, perhaps you're feeling that, that are not so great, it's, it's an alert to something, right? It's alerting me to something. So what is it? What's, what, what's the message that's trying to come through and then handle it and then move on versus just kind of ruminate in the place of unhappiness? Uh-huh. So take me back, because as you were speaking, I was running, I'm like, okay, this is a process. I'm hearing a process here. Okay, so, because here, here's where I can go. And I'm just going to be really honest with you. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I just let my mind roll and mm-hmm. I don't even recognize, and I call it stinking thinking. Yes. Like, I don't even recognize that I'm having stinky thoughts and that they're destroying not only my day, but everybody's day around me. And that I've been sitting in this stench for so long. And what I'm hearing you say is, is a habit. It's a habit. And so I have a reminder in my phone to check in on my mind because sometimes I forget. Mm-hmm. So, so what do you do? Like how, because there's, there's that step before you even realize, oh my gosh, like I'm sitting in crappy thoughts right now. Why am I doing that? Yes. Yes. That's a great question. And let's, t- let's talk about step and, and process. One of the things is that, that, that we, especially I started to do, cause I love to write, I love to journal uh, in the morning at night. I just love to write all the time. And one day I, I was, I was having a stinky, crappy thoughts. I, and so I was in the middle of, of work and I was in my office I was sitting there and I was just in this place where I couldn't figure out how to get out of my own way. Right. Everything was just, just stinky, icky, no matter who came into my office, I just didn't want to deal with it. I didn't want to pick up any phones or whatever. I thought, okay, stop. The first thing is literally to stop. And I take a breath when I'm, when I, you start to recognize, look, this is not who I am. So I just stop. I take a breath and I take out a sheet of paper and I immediately just dump all those feelings and emotions onto paper. Mm-hmm. Like what's going on? What's happening? And I start, it was almost like self-coaching. So I asked myself questions, well, what's going on? What's happening? What, what's, what's what, what, just, just start talking. And I start writing these things down and I find constantly that within a few sentences in, my brain like takes over and go, okay, no, got it. All right, re- readjust, rescript. Okay, we're back on. What happened? It, it, I always find, I find like I have these characters in my brain like, oh, wait, wait, sorry, we were taking a break. And so we're back on track. Let's get back on the job here. Hey, Moody, get out of here, right? And we get, get back on track. And so the first thing is to stop 
just literally take a breath and it could be 30 seconds. It doesn't have to be very long. And then I, I don't care if I had a, 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 a sticky note, a sheet of paper, a pad, I just write out what I'm feeling because I want, because what happens is that emotion is energy and it's trying to move through us in some way. And here is the incredible, powerful thing is that your thoughts are energy. They literally will move you the same way when, when you are thinking about a happy thought, you feel good and you move in a positive direction. Your body actually feels different. You get up and you move. It's because your thoughts and your thoughts are energy and energy has to move through you. So if I'm having thoughts, ruminating thoughts that are negative, and, and, I'm, and I can recognize it, I can just stop it and go, hold on, what's happening? So to do almost like a self analysis and just dump it on paper. And then here's, here's the, the, the cool thing. As I'm writing, I immediately also start saying, what do I want? Mm. You know what I want right now? I just want to take a breather. I just want to move through this situation. You know what? I just want an idea. Um, or perhaps it immediately the, your brain just focuses on whatever is asked it to do. So once you understand you have power and control over it, you go, okay, so what do I need? And almost instantly, I got to tell you, it happens all the time, Tara. It happens all the time. I do that practice and immediately ideas just start flowing out of nowhere, right? Out of God creativity, out of incredible power comes through my, through, comes through me and I become a channel for it. I'm like, done, got it. And that's a way. And when I said it's a habit, it's I have to remind myself to do that. And then once you do it a few times, it becomes a habit. Oh, I have a tool. I have a way to manage what's happening right now, right? I don't have to have it take control over me and not have any control over it. I control it. So stop, breathe, write. So uh, you may not know this about, mm-hmm. about the show and maybe the listener right now doesn't actually know this about the show, but the word smart breaks down to serve master one message, being committed action, a responsibility is R and then T is trust. And what I'm really hearing you speak into right now, Brooklyn is being responsible. Yes. Being Uh, responsible with the thoughts that you're thinking. And it's not up to your circumstances to dictate that it's not up to your husband or your partner or whoever's in your life, your friends, who's ever in your immediate circle to be making you feel a certain way. And to be like, if, if you're not seeing or generating or creating what you ultimately want, which is what you said, like c- connect back to the vision, get back to vision, back mm-hmm. to vision, Tara. I say that all the time. Cast the vision, Tara. Okay. So if you're not in vision, you get to be responsible for what you're generating and creating. And if you're generating and creating stinky thinking, then you get to shift yourself. Another thing though, that popped up for me and I jotted this down is you're speaking about feelings as energy mm-hmm. and how they've, they've got to flow, which makes me feel, <laughs> so those are speaking about feelings, makes me feel that it's really important, especially as women, that we honor our feelings. That we don't just go, well, that, that what? I don't want to feel that way. And just like kick it out or give it a back seat or feed it a banana, whatever that is. So how can we honor the feeling that we're feeling without making ourselves wrong or shameful or feeling guilty for feeling that anger, frustration, whatever's not working, and, and then still allow it to flow? How can we honor that? How can we experience that? Without, because what I'm thinking, I'm like, Ooh, I don't want to just like shove that down. That's absolutely true. And in fact, you do not want to sh- shove it down. I, I, I recognize the fact that, that, um, here's the thing, energy, if it doesn't have anywhere to go, it creates disease. This is why I call disease is called disease is this ease. And so it'll create this ease in the body somewhere. 
So guess what? I don't want to be sick or in disease. So I'm like, I need to have that move through. So we cannot, we literally, energy is it's such a force that we, we can't, um, for example, uh, control it or whatever. We can only manage it and move it through. Mm-hmm. Right? A, a, a interesting, interesting correlation to this is food. Food is literally energy right? It's energy. In fact, what I love about uh, food labeling in, um, in Europe is that calories is actually measured in energy. Mm-hmm. It says, what is how much energy? So I'm like, how much energy do I need or not need, right? It's energy. And so when we're like, oh, we, we, we're eating, you know, all these crappy stuff and whatever. And, and now I, my body doesn't look the way I want it to look. It's because that energy is stuck in your body now. You have to figure out how to move it out, right? Okay. So emotions are the same way. It's energy. So in, what emotions, the, the reason why are, are uh, the way in which emotions are created is by the thoughts that we're having. They, they, they're, um, they're, they're siblings, if you will, right? They're, they're two sides of the same coin. So if, if I start feeling something, what I have to do is, is recognize it, honor it. Yes. Meaning, okay, I'm angry right now. I'm really upset. So what else is happening? What else are you? Well, when I start thinking about it, you know, I'm really just bothered. What else? You know what? I, I'm actually really hurt. Mm. And, and usually what it comes down to the, the negative feelings is usually at the core it's hurt is, you know, uh, b- b- some sort of rule, personal rule, internal rule has been broken. that perhaps you're not even aware of. Mm. Right. So wrecking it, it, honoring. Yes. is like, okay, I feel it, but now let's, let's dissect it. Let's get in it because those emotions are trying to communicate something. And the, what it's trying to communicate is how you're thinking. And Oh, by the way, when you wake up with this, you know, that you dream something, a dream comes through. It is literally your subconscious mind moving, pushing the emotions through in imagery. That's how powerful emotions are. So if you're having an emotion, you're having a feeling, you're having a, 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 you're in a place where you're not happy, you're not, you know, you're not satisfied or something, something is bothering you, something's irking you. I'd say explore it. Explore that emotion, not from the standpoint of the feeling, but the thought behind the feeling. Mm. Because when you explore the thought behind the feeling, you'll quickly recognize what is the thinking. And then I go back to my notepad. So what's the thinking? And in fact, this happened uh, a while back. I had an, an email came through um, from, uh, from a group that I was working with. An email came through and the email itself, and, and this is a lesson to, to understand what, what I call um, reframing. An email came through that announced a change in, a particular, in this particular group. And it wasn't negative, but my interpretation of the email was negative. Mm-hmm. I started thinking about, well, wh- why are they saying it this way? How come I wasn't included in such and such a way? And, and then also I started feeling bad about myself. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, what, what, I'm not, what is it? I'm not a value? What, what's going on? And I went into this little tangent, like, whoa, 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 whoa. And I started to feel, because emotions, right, are, are literally the, the language of the body. So I started to feel down and out. And then I wanted to sit on the couch and I, I, I put up the blinds. Like, oh, I, don't, I don't think I want to work right now. I'm just, I'm just in this mood. All it was was my interpretation of this, uh, this event mm-hmm. or this email. So I said, wait a minute, wait, hold on, hon. What, what's going on? What do I feel? Mom, I'm not feeling valued and so on. Well, is it true? right? Is this truly how did they say to you? Oh, you have no value. No, it's my interpretation. Mm-hmm. So let me reframe it. And my re- reframe and by reframing, reframing means is that I put a different meaning to the situation. And how about this? It was just an email. They were communicating information. I can take it however I want. And right. Like, what if it was neutral? 
it was right. I don't know. I didn't ask them. I didn't ask them what, what they were meaning. Right. I just took my own interpretation. And oftentimes what happens, Tara, is that with our emotions that we are taking in information this is how all we all work. We take in information and then we, this called distortion. We distort it in our minds with our own stories, our own thoughts, our own beliefs and values about it. And we, we wrap it around our own distortion and then create a meaning around it. And then we have this, this, this thing that makes us feel bad. But if you backtrack and go, wait a minute, what did it really mean? And how can I reframe it? Meaning look at it from a different perspective, different lens, different angle, just change the meaning. Is that what they meant? So what you were doing was you were reading this, this email mm-hmm. and then you were putting it through your own filter. Mm-hmm. And then you were basing that interpretation on your past experiences, your past pain, your past trauma, anything that you've gone through, anything that you've come up with. I love this, this, this. I've never heard this before, Brooklyn. Your internal rules. Yes. You're filtering it through all of your stuff. Yes. And if your filter is clogged, Yes. Out pops this really disempowered interpretation of what's in front of you. And so what I'm hearing you say is, hey, wait a minute. Just like we said at the beginning of this, happiness mm-hmm. is a choice. Mm-hmm. You get to choose how you interpret things as well. Exactly. And that's, oh. what, that's oh my absolutely. That's where the power comes from. I get to interpret it. I get to the side. I literally get to the side. And that is where the power comes from. That's it. And also I'm, I'm doing the same thing. I was living in my happiness. I'm like, oh, okay. So if I don't like this, so what do I want to do? Okay. Oh, you know what? There's a reminder. I got to get my act together. I got to do other things. Got it done. And then I move through that. So, so, so paying attention to your emotions is extremely important because it is literally telling you, giving you signals to what you're thinking. And it, it, because your emotions can't change your thinking, your thinking can change your emotions, but your emotions can't change. You. So I have to go, all right, hold on. What's happening? Because your, your mind is at the seat of power. So therefore I have to send those messages back to, to, to the CEO of my brain and go, hey, <laughs> what does this mean? I got this memo, right? Emotions are your memo, your body's memo. Here's a memo. Now you have to go take it up with, with, with your inner leadership to say what's really happening here and, and dissect it. And you know what? It could be that the person, you know, if you went back and asked them or talked to them, they were feeling those feelings, but now you have a conversation about it. Right now you can have a different conversation and turn that in a different way, but your reframing of the situation is what helps you to have control over the emotions and not have the emotions control you. I, I, I just, I'm obsessed with this conversation and I appreciate your openness to share because I mean, I can't imagine walking around calling myself the happy queen yeah. <laughs> and yes. then like have to live up to that every day. So I love that you're actually here being like, Hey, listen, like I'm the happy officer and I'm not happy all the time. So that's like, that's, that's huge. And I remember, you know, cause people look at, they look at us, right? I mean, even mm-hmm. some of the listeners here, and maybe if you're a listener, maybe you're, you're actually an influencer yourself. And so you can relate to having these moments where people hold you to a certain stature or um, way of being, and you just don't feel like being her all the time. Yes. So I love that. I love that. I remember, um, not too long ago, maybe three or four weeks ago, um, I'm, in, I'm part of this community and, you know, there's, there was an opportunity for me to possibly lead in a, in a capacity that I really felt that I could lead, not that I needed to, but I, but I felt like I, I really had what it took to do it. And, and then someone told me, no, I couldn't. And I made up this story around, I wasn't enough and like, I wasn't good. And like, I sucked. And, and really that wasn't, it was, it was, it was that I simply hadn't completed a form. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. 
We <laughs> make up all these stories that are yeah. completely not relevant to, to the matter, but it's our own interpretation of the situation. And when I rec- when I realized that and I learned that, I'm like, wait a minute, I can control any situation. And some people would say, well, what happens if somebody really truly, you know, uh, says something to you and they say in such a way that it hurt, you know, it impacts you, hurts you, makes you mad. Are you not going to get mad? I'm like, listen, I'm not saying I'm not human. I'm going to get mad. I'm going to get ticked off. I'm going to have those feelings. But then I go, wait a minute, what else can I do here? So, so one of the key things about this process too is, is that I'm constantly asking myself the question, what, what else does this mean? What else can I do? What other steps versus how come you did that? How dare you? Right. Wow. Because they're so different because like when you say why or how come, like there's all this, like this heaviness, this like seed of blame or like guilt or shame that's attached to it. And you don't need to be hard on yourself. You don't. It's like, wait, what, what else could this mean? What else can I do? What? And here's the, here's a a beautiful question. What's my opportunity here? Mm. What's my opportunity here? What can I create from this? That, my friend, is empowering. And there comes a happy feeling because I'm like, oh, I'm back on the seat again. I'm back on the cell. I got this. And, and, and truly, like I said, it's not about having this, this, this happy, happy, joy, joy feeling all the time. It's knowing what to do in the moments when you're not feeling those things and how to move through it. And happiness doesn't, is not an end result. It's the journey. It's a process through challenges, right? It's your progress through pain. That is when you start to feel true joy because you realize, oh my gosh, I did it. I was able to overcome that. And, and that's a sense of, of, of happiness and joy that someone can feel at any time, at any moment, you're in full control, no holds barred. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about um, what you spoke into a little bit ago, vision. Because yes. I know that when I'm disconnected from my vision, ain't nothing happening. And I asked this question because Nine times out of 10, when I ask somebody, what do you want? They're like, I don't know. I'd have to think about that. And and guess what? If you ask them, what don't you want? They're so clear. (laughs) (laughs) What? Okay. So now what do you want? What do you want? I don't want this. I don't want, they're so clear, right? They're so clear. And you go, why is that? Why are people so clear on what they don't want? And here is, I'm glad you asked that because it goes, ties back to the emotion of fear, of loss, of, of worry or doubt. It's such a strong emotion. And we stay in that emotion so long. So for example, if, you, if you're sleeping and all of a sudden you hear a, a creak, a thud or something, you instantly will think something negative versus, oh, it's rain. It's such a pipe. Isn't that something? Okay. So how are you reading my mind? Right. Okay. You're you're really in my life. My husband was away yesterday and my kids had sleepovers. So I had four kids and me in the house and we live on like, we live on a ranch in the middle of nowhere. I heard every single sound. I slept not one ink, not one inkling last night. Yep. And it happens to all of us. And I'm just like, Oh, there's a house creaking and there's a house settling or there's rain. Got it. Ghosts. Right, right. And let's go. Okay, well, this goes, listen, do what you got to do, but I need to sleep. There's a murderer. You know what I mean? Okay, well, do what you got to do, but I got to sleep. And if this is where I'm going to go, well, I hope we have a good conversation beforehand. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, <laughs> like, it's like I literally reframe. And, and what happens again, when I said earlier, it's a habit is because I've trained my brain. This is what I want. You see, because you're, we operate actually kind of walk, you know, walk around hypnotized, right? We, we, we operate on a subconscious level, meaning our brain, everything that we do, it does because we told it to. 
At some point in time, this is what we told it we wanted. And by the way, when we talk about fear and, and stopping you from doing things and doing what you wanted and taking action, the reason why we don't and we feel a sense of fear, literally physical fear, is because we told ourselves, I'm too afraid of that. So the brain picks up on that message and says, oh, you're afraid, got it. So whenever you have that thought or that want or that emotion, I'm going to make sure that you feel it to, to, to such extent that you don't do the thing. Right. What, where, where all it is, you're saying, I'm going to send an email to a client, a potential client. And here's, I'm going to ask for the business. You freak out like you're on a ledge, right? Because your brain does a good job at ensuring that the things you don't want, because you're so clear and you have such wrapped up strong emotion around it, that it keeps you from it. You see, so picking up the phone and calling a client or putting a post on, on Instagram that you're starting a new business or taking the next step of something, your brain says, oh, I know you want that. So I'm going to give you all the possible imagery and fear and concern and worry about it so that you don't do the thing you say you don't want. So in the moment that you want to do something, you, you remind your brain, hey, hey, this is what I actually want. And so instead of giving me, maybe fear, be there when I need you in the dark and, you know, I'm in, in, in an alley somewhere and in true danger. But ultimately, if, if is, there's no actual danger because the brain only functions on two things, either, you know, either, either fight or flight, if I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do one or the other, right, or freeze, which is I'm going to do nothing. And oftentimes in entrepreneurship, we do nothing because we go, well, I'm not sure, I'm not good enough. It's all, it's all a, a smoke and mirrors. And the brain is just going ba based on what you said you were afraid of. And so I changed the narrative. I changed the script. Oh, you know what? Sending a post... That is badass. Like, that is awesome. Like putting together an email to send to a client because I'm going to, I'm going to ask for the business go, way to go, girl, high five yourself. Like that's what's up. There you are. Do a happy dance, right? Give signals to your brain that that is what you want and you want more of it. And you want to feel good about it. Wow. Right. Give and signals to your brain. Yes. Give signals to your brain, like whatever yes. you've got to do, because what I understand about the brain is that it doesn't actually understand the difference from what you're thinking to what's actually happening. It so, does not. No. Nope. So what I hear you say is choose to reframe what's going on. Like just reframe it. Mm -hmm. which is what, what you said before. Mm -hmm. So like, if you're going to send the, and this is what we talk about in the smart woman group on, on the smart woman show is like S is for serve. And it doesn't mean like necessarily just at your church or giving 10 bucks to a homeless guy. It means like show up, even though you're nervous and make yes. the offer because your offer is generous. Well, and here, and here's the thing, and here's the thing, and I love that you say serve, and I'm a PK, I'm a PK, so I get it. And look, we born in Christian. What's a PK? What was that? What's a PK? Preacher's kid. Oh, you're a preacher's kid. Oh, yeah, I'm a preacher's <laughs> kid. So, so uh, you know, grew up in terms of whole works, and I remember thinking, this is interesting. But here's the thing: um, when we serve, it's not about my offer or what I'm going to do. It's what will be the impact to the people getting it. And here's, the, here's just the, the, the mind-blowing thing. And, and I'm, I'm actually doing a workshop this Saturday that I actually made up in my head on this past Saturday. Of course. In the middle of the night, I'm like, you know what? Enough is enough. I have to get this information out there. Let's go. Mm -hmm. And so in the middle of the night, I put together a, a Facebook post and I posted it out there. And just as about to post it, my brain's like, well, what are people going to say? I'm like, they're going to freaking love it. That's what they're going to say. They're going to love it. So shut up, sit back relax. I got this. I'm in control. I posted it out there and I kid you not a specific person. And I didn't ask him to do this. They said, I am so happy you're doing this. Thank you. Mm -hmm. 
Moments later, I was in the middle of like, well, should you do it? What are they going to say? Blah, blah, blah. Stop. Because it's about what the impact will have of what I'm about to do with other, for other people that I never even knew. I had no idea about. And so that back to your art, the responsibility is not about me, right? It's like Moses. You look at every, just about every major hero in the Bible. They didn't want to do it. Even Jesus was like, I mean, really? Do I have to? I mean, this is rough. Do I have to? So it's like, we all had that place, right? We all had that place of like, dude, come on, God, anybody, anybody, just anybody else. Can you text somebody? I'm not ready for this, right? These, 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 these pebbles are heavy. Like, I don't think I want to tell these people they got 10 things they can and can't do. So I don't want to. So it's like every single hero, as we all are, all our inner heroines and heroes, we have a place in the hero's journey of, I don't want to. Or I'm afraid. Or, you know, what are people going to think? Well, what are people going to, they're not going to think anything if you don't do it. You're not going to make an impact if you don't do it. But it, what I, in my mind, what I think about is not how they're going to perceive me, it's how it's actually going to help them. And the people that will be thankful that I, I did that, behind the scenes, they don't know all the stuff that we go through and all the doubt and fear and worry. They just see you be you. And so ultimately, I think about when I serve, it's about that audience. It's about what I know they need. It's not about me, right? So, so as Moses, shut up and take the tablets out. It's not, right? I'm just the conduit. I'm a channel. That's my job. And so you got to do your job. You got you to be a leader and do your job. You've got to be a leader and do your job, girl. I love you. I could listen to you all day. Like, I want to be best. Can we be best friends? Yes, besties. Did we done. just become best friends? Did we just besties. become friends? Done. Okay. So, um, and I know we're going over time here, but I want to bring it back to the, one of the very first things I ever heard you say. Yes. And that was, I believe that everyone should speak. Yes. And yes. like, when you said that, I was like, like I stood up straighter. Mm-hmm. Like you just gave everyone in the world the power, mm-hmm. the permission to use their voice. Yes. And I mean, now that we're in the Bible, I'm pretty sure it says in the beginning, God spoke the heavens and earth into place. Like he didn't twinkle them into place. Yes. Whisper them into place. Like Oh, I got goosies. Okay. I got goosebumps right now. Girl. Amen, sister. He spoke. Yeah. And here's the thing. Whenever anyone was trying to engage and connect with God and, and whatever else, I can't hear you. They were seeking his voice. They were seeking the sound. And, and, and as we all know, the most powerful, powerful statement in the universe, I am. Mm-hmm. Right? I am. I am that I am. And so when you say I am, whatever comes after, you become. Right? I am a leader. I am powerful. I am connected. I am an influencer. I am here to lead. The words I am are extremely powerful. And at the same time, you have to have a lot of responsibility to what you say after the I am. So sound is important. But let me tell you, the most important thing any, any business person can do is be a leader with their voice. That means you have to speak up. You, this is like, like, like back day when we used to, when we used to fly and go to go places on planes, when you see something, say something, 
right? So when you see something, you got to say something, you got to be, you have to literally help other people because that's literally how, how anything gets done is by people speaking. So as a, as a leader of your business, as a solopreneur, or as an entrepreneur, if you have employees, it doesn't matter. You are first and foremost, a leader. Mm-hmm. And as a leader, you must speak your truth, speak your message, speak your truth to the world, because you're doing it through your business. Your business is the conduit for that. Okay. So it's the conduit for that. And so what happens is every single entrepreneur is a speaker. And let me, let me go a step further and people probably don't even recognize this, but every entrepreneur and every person who runs particularly a conscious based business, a helping business, a life coach, you are a motivational speaker. So you are Tony Robbins, Les Brown, Zig Ziglar, Mel Robbins. You are those people, right? Tara Aldrich, like you are those people. You are a motivational speaker. And so as a motivational speaker, you must speak your truth into your business and for other people to recognize it. And that when you understand how to do that, people will engage with you instantly because you're not selling your services. You actually are speaking your truth. People connecting to your truth and you're not everybody's going to connect to your story or your truth. That's okay. Because there's millions of people for you to help. But the only way that you're going to help them is, is, is by speaking. And let me tell you, posting is not, posting a, you know, Instagram post, that's, that's okay. I want people to get on camera, turn their Facebook life on, put videos up, engage, 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 even if you don't want to. Because if you're called, everybody has a message. And if you're called for a message, you better speak up because it, you will lose it. it God's going to have a lot of patience with you too long. So the key is, is that, you have to speak. And for me, when I recognize that is the power we all have available to us. And when you learn to master it, you really have master over a huge domain. When you learn to speak and you sell through, because essentially when you speak, you're selling your business, you're selling what you do. I get it. People will connect to you, but speaking is key. In fact, they usually say that speaking is literally top of people's fear next to dying. Mm-hmm. Like literally People, if people go to a funeral, they'd rather be the person in the casket than the person doing the eulogy. I'm like, no, nah, babe, I'd rather be doing the person be doing the eulogy because it is power. Your voice is power and it will change the lives. And even if, if not, you know, people are like, oh, I want to change the world. Your world could be just your town. Your world could just be your town. You don't have to necessarily also think like, oh, I have to go out there and, and just change the entire planet. Yeah. It could, your town is plenty because guess what? Those people, I, I know I've impacted people's lives that I will never meet. That's a crazy thing right there. The ripple effect. The ripple effect. The you ripple. will never meet these people, but your voice, because of what you said, because of what you did, this very, this very show that you put together, the shows that you put together, the people that listen to it way beyond, you know, you're sleeping and somebody's listening to it and it's impacted their life to make a choice they would never have made if they had not heard you say what you just said. Isn't it crazy? That, my friend, is mind-boggling. It is a huge responsibility, and we're all Moses, and we're all in the mountain, and it's like, this is your job. This is your task. It is is a huge responsibility to use your voice. And not just, you know, I really, I want to keep going on this because here's what I'm feeling that maybe somebody's feeling. Okay, well, I was told my entire life that I'm annoying or that I'm mean or that I won't add up to anything. And so just by virtue of the fact that people were programmed in this way, whatever it is from zero to eight, they're programmed from their parents, their aunts, their uncles, their teachers, wherever they lived in the world, their culture, their economies, to believe that they are something. How? 
now at what, however old you are, 30, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60 years old, listening to this podcast going, okay, that's who I am. That's who I told I was. And so that's who I've been. How can I now be what you're saying, Brooklyn? How can I say I am powerful? I am connected. I am influential. How can I do that? That's, that's a wonderful question. And you just did it is literally speaking into it. Mm-hmm. You speak into it. And somebody says, well, <clears throat> I'm not there yet. I don't believe it. Uh, yeah, no kidding. No kidding. But guess what? We have to undo other people's expectations of who we were, mm-hmm. right? And, and, and whatever, because essentially we are all products of other people's belief system until we recognize the power we have in our own self to actually create whatever I want. <clears throat> so yes, if it, listen, if, if we literally will not, would not be having this conversation, if I had believed the lies that I was told growing up, if I believed what people thought and believed their expectations and followed their, their belief system, I would not be having this conversation with you because I would have been somewhere else, mm-hmm. right? So understand this, when you, people who are listening to this thing, listen to me carefully, you've decided And even if you don't have a business, it's in you, the fire, the flame is in you for a reason. Mm There is something that you're meant to bring forth that no one else, but literally you, as you listen to this, only you can do. If you already have a business and you've succeeded in, in, in the eyes of people, but you know you have a whole nother level to get to, it is your responsibility as a leader and as a child of God to make that happen because you are the chosen one, literally to do the thing you're designed to do. Amen. And here's why. Because to help the world evolve to where it needs to evolve, okay, God in his almightiness needs many, 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 many angels, many, 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 many disciples, many people. And you just like, you know, you go to yoga, for example, and you've gone to the same class for years. And one day, one teacher comes in and says something in a certain way. You go, oh, I get it now because of the way that that person, that soul did it. And that soul said it. We are all souls literally looking for answers, looking for ways to do things. And at some point, they're going to hear your voice, Tara, and say, I get it. You're going to hear my voice and say, I get it. We probably said the same thing, but because of how you said it, how I said it, however somebody else said it, it's going to impact their lives. You have a responsibility to lead your life in the way that you're designed and here to do. Now, are you going to feel fear? Yes. And do it anyway. Are you going to feel doubt? Yes. And do it anyway. Are you going to feel, you know, uh, like alone and, and, and by yourself, nobody's going to listen to you? Yes. And do it anyway. Because all of those fears and all those feelings are just, again, smoke and mirrors to keep you in the place that you said you want it to be. So if you want to be something else, you want to get to the next level. I am. Write the words, I am powerful, I am a leader, I am a business owner, I am a revolutionary, I am a money magnet, mm-hmm. right? I am, and whatever you say after that is what matters. And so you ask me, how do I change that? What do I do is start speaking into that because what you, the, who are you gonna become? You're not now. So we have to train you to that, right? It's just like when you're, you're trying to bulk up and, or, you know, you're trying to like, say, for example, gain muscle. Well, you're, you can't do a squat right now. You can't do a, you know, you can't do a pushup right now. But every single day, little by little, you get stronger. And mentally, we have to get stronger. We have to get stronger mentally and emotionally to remind ourselves of our, our divine, divine right. Listen to this, divine right to be happy. And the way that we are happy as humans is by giving to others and to help the humanity move forward. Wow. Wow. 
I am in love with you. I am obsessed with you. She doesn't just teach you how to be happy or how to reprogram your mind. She shows you what your responsibility is to be a leader in this world, to trust your voice, to be in committed action, to make a difference while you're here. And you've got to check her out. I'm so blessed to have you. The happiness consulting company.com. Check her out. Do not miss her training. I think it's on Saturday. Hit her up. I think she does this. I think it's every Saturday that she's doing this training now. So Brooklyn, thank you. God bless you. I'm I'm just, I I just feel so honored and blessed to have have you here. Ladies, check her out. We will see you on the next episode of the Smart Woman Show. Go create something extraordinary. I want to thank you for listening and subscribing to the Smart Woman Show. My vision for you is that you would experience the same level of success me and my friends have. Break open that vision, girl. DM me on Instagram at the Tara Oldridge, and I will send you a link to book a free strategy call with one of my success coaches today. Let's do this.